Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Bellingham, Washington, to Billings, Montana, and from Burnaby, British Columbia, to wherever it is that you may be listening, Welcome to GNAC Insider. It is our first program of the 2019-2020 sports seasons, and I can't be more happy to have you along for this inaugural venture around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. A little bit later tonight, we're going to be joined by Grace Eversall, a standout midfielder for the Western Washington University women's soccer team coming off a couple of exciting games. We'll talk to Grace coming up. Also, Dennis Francois, Dr. Francois, the director of athletics at Central Washington University, is going to join us soon. His Wildcat team had a wild one this past Saturday, and they're going to be on the national stage this coming weekend. But our first guest for the 2019-2020 GNAC Insider debut program is the brand-new Division II Football National Director of Officials for the NCAA, Mike Burton. Mike, thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Rob, thanks very much for having me. Well, it's a real honor to be talking with the first D2 National Football Director of Officials. I'd like you to to talk a little bit about that position and why the NCAA decided that the time was now to, to have such a position on staff. Well, thanks, Rob. And I think the what has happened in the last year, you probably know, they ended up uh, adding a national director for basketball. And I think it, it comes from the push for a number of things. One, to try to bring all 16 conferences that play football together uh, together in some way. In other words, you know, at this point, we had not had a lot of national direction. I think that was one of the issues. The, the second issue was we get into the playoffs, trying to get the best uh, officials. Moving forward, uh, we have the best teams uh, in the national playoffs, and certainly we want to have the, the best officials. And uh, I'd worked as the chairperson of the NC2A Division II uh, Supervisors Committee to try to do that, uh, and have added added some things over the last year or two to try to make that a better process. But I think they really felt they needed somebody that was full time, uh, and that to, to do some things to try to improve that and do the best job we could to get the best officials forward. Yeah. Well, now you are somebody who is very familiar with officiating. Mm-hmm. You had a 36-year career as an official yourself. When you talk a little bit about the evaluation process, as a former official, what is it you're looking for among the officials on the field? Yeah, and what happens is, you know, when I took over the Dean Act, I think the idea was to, to you know, uh, make a, a better, better product, a better product for our school. Uh, and one thing I do certainly look for, uh, being an old speech and debate coach uh, in my real job, is communication with the coaches, the head coaches especially, on that nature. But I think what we wanted to do uh, was to go ahead and, and up until this, this year, we really only evaluated the playoffs from their first round games and their second round games, uh, trying to make a decision about who was going to then advance to the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. 
One thing I did last year is I added video reviewers to the first two rounds so we get another person to look at it as well as on-site observers. And then what I've been doing this year is I'm starting out, and I started out this last week with uh, watching 14 hours of football on Thursday and Saturday in Division Two, and watching crews from all over the nation. I evaluate them on their physical ability, their athletic image, uh, their, you know, the way they move, uh, rule knowledge, uh, basically mechanics and things of that nature, so that I'm getting a, a book of knowledge uh, before we even get in the playoffs, Rob, about is really doing the best job on the field. Uh, I think we'll hopefully get a better product by doing that. You bring up an interesting point that you are before a a monitor or a television watching game Mm -hmm. after game uh, on Thursday and Saturday, as you mentioned. Now, while most of us who are watching games on on television or or on a, a streaming situation are looking at the plays, you're looking at the officials, so you're having to watch those games just a little bit differently. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, that very much so is. In fact, I get my, I get my wife on her next because she'll have to look at the scores and say, heck, I've got no idea. You know, I've got no idea what, what the score is. So I'm really looking at the <laughs> officials, and, you know, uh, she's an old Nebraskan, so, boy, she, she bleeds red. And, and uh, uh, what happens is I'm more interested about, uh, you know, is the foot on the right spot if we've got a goal line play? No matter which team is scoring, is he in the right spot to make the call? If we've got a punt situation, is that back edge in the right spot to, to uh, be able to rule on it uh, and things of that nature? And I think that's the biggest thing, Rob, that I'm working on. One of the first things I did as, as the national director is I, I sent a survey out to all 16 coordinators and basically said, all right, now you know, let me know what you are doing. And we found that we were doing some things much the same. I mean, probably 15 of them were using some type of video to evaluate officials during their games. But we then also found out that we were doing some things completely different. And, uh, you know, uh, and that's one of the things that my job is now uh, as a national coordinator during the regular season is, is to try to go ahead uh, and bring these conferences together so we're basically on the same page. We're talking with Mike Burton, the NCAA Division II Football National Director of Officials on GNAC Insider here tonight. As I mentioned a few minutes ago, you have a long history yourself of being an official, also coordinating officials. What made you interested in the job at the national level? I, I think really, you know, I, I loved what I did. I think one of the things I'm probably going to really miss is that uh, – you know, day-to-day contact with, with what I call my officials and, and the schools. Uh, the gentleman, Dennis Lansford, has been a great friend for many years. Uh, and so you make some really good friendships. Uh, and so you, you miss that part of it, but then you're, you're moving on. And, uh, and really, it was a, a different challenge. I had two or three people ask me. You know, they'd actually put this job out uh, the year before and really did not find people maybe that, that they were, were interested in. Uh, and so then I decided that this year I would, you know, apply for the job. Uh, they wanted somebody that had a good background in Division II. Uh, and so uh, hopefully I took the bill. And I, th- I thought that, hey, you know, I loved working for the GNAC. I uh, loved what I was doing. But uh, at this time I wanted a different challenge, and I thought I really did have some things to offer to the, the national level. Uh, you know, we've done a great job in the GNAC. You know, we had a, a national championship game in 2016. Uh, we had a quarterfinal last year. Uh, we had probably two or three semifinals. So I think we've been doing a pretty good job of getting our officials, the best officials, forward, and I want to do the same thing at the national level. 
when an official is selected for uh, for a championship type game, what is some of the emotions that are going through them? Do they realize that's a, a validation of their work throughout the course of the year? Yeah, it really is. And actually, it's not only that crew, but I think it's the whole conference. I mean, when I look at it in, in uh, 2016, when we were selected for that uh, national championship game, uh, the number of emails that my officials got from other officials in the GNAC, you know, congratulating them and say, hey, way, way to go and had a boy and do a great job for us. And I think that's uh, Rob, what happens. I mean, it's an it's a, a, a affirmation, you might say, of that whole conference. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's, all, it's scary, too. I mean, when you go into that national championship game, for example, uh, and, and you're coming to a Friday night meeting, which they have where the, the teams and, and everybody come together, in a normal uh, football game, and you know, during uh, regular season, you might have two or three people you're talking to, and all of a sudden in McKinney, Texas, you walk in a room and there are 250 people in the room. And you've got, you know, ESPN, and you've got Red Hat, and you've got Replay, and you've got all the NCAA people. And uh, for the officials, it's, 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 exciting it's a real challenge uh and you know it's something that you love seeing uh, somebody get involved and do a good job with well mike it's a big job you have ahead of you but i know that you're up to the task and we sir appreciate you being the first guest on GNAC insider during this 2019-2020 sports season i'd like to invite you back maybe towards the tail end of the football campaign to see how uh, your first season in this new role as the d2 uh, football national director of officials has gone for you would you be willing to join us again yeah i sure would i have a, you know dave Hagley and the GNAC have been just a, a great boss uh, i love what i've done and, and uh, i'd love to help out in any way i can rob and i just appreciate you having me on and uh hey, just best of luck for you for the rest of the year well, thank you very, very much. That's Mike Burton, as we mentioned. He is the very first NCAA Division II Football National Director of Officials joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. We've got a lot more coming your way. Grace Eversall, Western Washington University soccer standout, joins us in just a bit. But coming up next, the Central Washington University Director of Athletics, Dr. Dennis Francois, will join us on GNAC Insider immediately following this timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Now is the perfect time to enjoy a romantic stay at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Book a lake tower room with a cozy fireplace and a world-class view of Lake Coeur d'Alene. Take advantage of Beverly's renowned wine cellar and five-star dining. Or enjoy the resort's many luxury amenities, including our award-winning spa, indoor pool, and fitness facility. You just can't beat the view from the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Packages start at just $189. To book your getaway, call or visit cdaresort.com. MSC Billings brought my future into focus. With over 100 academic options, the choice is clear. I chose health and human performance, music and business, math and physical sciences, elementary education, radiologic technology. MSUB offers more online courses than any institution in Montana. Professors make courses meaningful. My internship puts what I'm learning into motion. MSUB is the most affordable option in the region. Experience the MSUB Advantage.
And welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. Glad to have you along for this first look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference for 2019-2020. And a man who I know is extremely excited about the uh, the upcoming weekend is the Director of Athletics at Central Washington University, Dr. Dennis Francois, is joining us. And, well, Dennis, we want to talk to you about several things. But first, the Central football team going to compete in the NCAA Division II football showcase against Ferris State this coming Saturday. You're going to be on ESPN3 and the Watch ESPN app. Is there an added excitement around campus this week? Uh, no doubt. You know, Rob, it's, uh, it's an honor when you get selected to host one of these games and, of course, uh, bringing in last year's uh, defending National runner-ups uh, adds a little excitement to it and a little more at stake here, but uh, no doubt when our, our student-athletes are able to showcase their talents and showcase our university on, on a national stage, that's a, that's a big deal for us, so we're, we are excited for sure. Well, and you have a very exciting football team. You gave the University of Idaho all it could handle this past Saturday. Uh, this Wildcat team just seems to have a tradition of success year after year. And that success seems to be continuing this year, this year under first-year head coach Chris Fisk. What has made this Wildcat football team so formidable year in and year out? Well, I think a lot of it is just the culture that, that they've developed over the class, you know, based with Coach Shoemaker and the culture they developed over the last five, six years. And and uh, and it's, you know, really doing it the right way and, and with the right kids. And I think that's part of it. And, and it doesn't happen overnight. And uh, those can take a while to, to get rolling where we need them to go. But right now, I think we're, you know, seeing, you know, the fruits of our labor over the last three, four years. And, and, uh, and you know, Coach Fisk has just done a great job of continuing the success and uh, that uh, Coach Shoemaker experienced here. And continuity of staff is also a part of that as well. We've got, you know, longtime people with John Pika uh, in there and defense coordinator for the second year in a row. And, uh, you know, and then of course, Coach Fisk was uh, part of Coach Shoemaker's staff for three years prior to, to this year, and so I think that's uh, part of that continuity and consistency that that breeds, uh, you know, uh, success uh, on the field. You talk about the football culture there in Ellensburg, but as the athletic director, the culture of the overall athletic department, in, in many respects, kind of rides on your shoulders. What culture do you think you have been responsible for developing there in Ellensburg? And, and what are some of the things you want to see moving forward from here? Well, I think the biggest thing for us, Rob, is, you know, our, 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 our vision statement basically is that we want to be a program that people are proud to be associated with. And, and that's, uh, that's, a, that's a big, uh, that's a big uh, task. And, and, but uh, part of that starts with the university of athletes, the pride they have and, and wearing the, the crimson and black and making sure they're out representing our, our university in a, in a positive way, you know, not only in competition, but in the classroom and in the community. And I think we've done a good job of, you know, expressing and, and emphasizing how important those things are. It's not just about what happens on the field. That's, that's very important, no doubt about that, but uh, really take care of business in the classroom and, had a 3.197 cumulative GPA for our teams last year, and that's up, uh, you know, quite a bit from a few years ago. And uh, so those things are important, but also out in the community. And last year, I think we did 4,600 hours of community service in, in Ellensburg and in Kittitas County. And uh, those things are important, and we want to emphasize to our student-athletes it's, it's not just about playing the games and, and things. It's about uh, getting out there in the community and doing what's right uh, by our community as well as uh, taking care of business in the class. 
classroom. So that's that's a big part of you know developing that culture. And you know we've we been very fortunate of hiring some great people. Uh, you know, from Dr. Dennis perspective. Dr. Dennis Francois, Central Washington University Athletic Director, joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. You you touched on the academic success this past year for your Wildcat team, but that wasn't a, that wasn't a singular case. This past year, as you mentioned, a better than three point GPA for the fifth consecutive year. When you're able to look back on that excellence in the classroom, are you uh, as proud of that as you are with the success you've had with eight teams qualifying for NCAA regional and super regional championships? Yeah, you know, it is. It's a balance, and that's what's great about the Division II level. Uh, we can really, you know, afford to, to provide that type of a of a culture and, and the balance that they need to, to be successful, uh, you know, outside of just competition. And I have been at the division one level and, and uh, it's, it's a full-time job, not that it's not at the division two level, uh, but they kind of own you at that level. And, and uh, it's, it's really a, a stressful situation for those student athletes and, and winning is the ultimate thing at that level. And I understand why with the money at stake, but here, you know, academics are, are, are critical and we've been very fortunate of having the uh, Friedman Remax student athlete success center and, and what that's done for our student athletes and, uh, you know, in the recruiting game as well as, you know, just their success. And that's a, uh, that's a big part of, of what we, what we try to sell about central. It's uh, very important to us. We talked about the football team and the success it has had on the field, but another fall sport for which the Wildcats have been very, very successful over the years, and and even more so than uh, in the recent past. Last year, the Central Washington University volleyball team coming off a 23-6 and mark and a victory in the West Regionals as well. This year, the Wildcat team number 25 in the American Volleyball Coaches Association poll. And that's another team that has uh, had success year in and year out. Is the same reasoning behind their success? Yeah, you know, Mario's just done a great job. Mario and, and uh, Coach Solom just uh, have been, you know, rocks in terms of, you know, that continuity and consistency. And uh, I think it was the seventh year, uh, seventh consecutive year that uh, our, our volleyball team has qualified for the regional tournament, which speaks volumes about not only our team, but also our conference. And, um, you know, our conference has been pretty dominant, and I think this weekend we've got the crossover, which is very important to us, and I think when we perform well in the crossover as a whole, uh, as a conference, uh, we're, we're getting, you know, four. Uh, that one year, what, two, three years ago, we got five teams into the regional out of eight teams, so uh, it, it's important, but that continuity consistency that, that Mario has, I think, is, is very important, and, and he's he's staying on top of the game. He, he constantly tries to improve himself as a coach and uh, using the technology that's out there, but also just advancing his, his professional development as a coach. And, and uh, it shows out there on the court for sure. Well, Dennis, we really appreciate you making some time for us tonight on uh, GNAC Insider. I know that the, the stands are going to be full this coming weekend. They're in Ellensburg. And I know there's going to be a lot of folks watching as the Wildcats take on Ferris State in a game you're going to be able to see on ESPN3 and on the Watch ESPN app as well. Dennis, continued success with the Wildcats, and I'm sure we're going to have the opportunity to talk again before this 2019-2020 sports year comes to a conclusion. Thank you, Rob. Much appreciated. 
Dennis Francois joining us tonight from Ellensburg here on GNAC Insider. Well, time for us now to take a look at our GNAC weekly wrap-up. In Pensacola, Florida, the Western Washington volleyball team finished 4-0 and at the West Florida Invitational, taking down two nationally ranked teams in the process. The Vikings are number three in the American Volleyball Coaches Association rankings. The Vikings swept the GNAC Weekly Awards, WWU Volleyball Earned Team of the Week honors. Gabby Gunterman was the Defensive Player of the Week, and Callie Heilborn named Offensive Player of the Week. Also in Bellingham, the Western Washington women's soccer team sits atop the GNAC standings after scoring two late goals to defeat Metro State and St. Edwards. Last weekend up in Burnaby, British Columbia, the number 13 Simon Fraser men's soccer team capped off the first day of the SFU showdown with a 3-1 rout of then number two of Cal Poly Pomona, a team that ended the clan's last two seasons. First team all GNAC forward Matteo Polisi scored the first goal for the clan, but really the most impressive performance of the night came from William Raphael off the bench with a goal and an assist in just 45 minutes of playing time. Now, the following morning in Burnaby, the Montana State Billings men's soccer team also gave Cal Poly Pomona quite the scare as the Yellow Jackets forced a tie in what was a road trip to forget for those Cal Poly Pomona Broncos. Yellow Jackets goalkeeper Jesse Martin was named the GNAC Defensive Player of the Week with 10 saves in that game. And football and cross country also began their seasons last week. In Rapid City, South Dakota, Montana State Billings' Nikki Aiken picked up her first career win at the South Dakota Mines Hard Rocker Classic. She was named Women's Cross Country Athlete of the Week. That's what happened around the GNAC last week. We were talking just a minute ago about Western Washington University soccer. We're going to have an opportunity to talk to somebody who's played a big role in the Vikings' hot start when Grace Eversall joins us from Bellingham next right here on GNAC Insider. Central Washington University, the state's most welcoming university. The Economist magazine ranked CWU top in the state for value. And four of the last five years, Central ranked top in the state for diversity. Learn about Central Washington University's more than 135 academic programs at cwu.edu slash admissions or by visiting Central Washington University in Ellensburg or at one of their university centers near you. Central Washington University. Welcome to a world-class education. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. And it's my pleasure now to introduce to you Grace Eversall, a soccer standout for Western Washington University. Grace, thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Thank you, Rob. Well, and I, I talk about a soccer standout, and I, I think that uh, your statistics, your career statistics at Western bear that out. You started as a freshman, 18 of the 20 games in 2017. You had six goals. Your honorable mention, all GNAC as a freshman. In your sophomore year, 21 games. You started 19 of them, four goals and assists, nine points overall. All GNAC first team, GNAC all academic that year as well. We're going to talk about your academics coming up. And then this year, you scored the game-winning goal in Western's one nothing win on Saturday over St. Edwards with less than eight minutes remaining in the season. You had two 
one nothing victories. My oh my. Has your career with the Vikings has it unfolded as you had thought it may when you were when you were getting ready to uh, to go to Western uh, out of your hometown down there in Vancouver, Washington, where you were such a standout at Skyview High School? Honestly, I, I didn't know what to expect, you know, coming to Western Washington. Um, I didn't know how the coaches would be and how the players, but it really, it just amazed me and how the team was and how our coaches acted and just how unified our team was. And I think that's what really helped me. I mean, coming in my freshman year, we had Sierra Shugarts and Webster. They were our captains and they were amazing captains. And I think they really set the tone and kind of showed me what it was to be a Western athlete. And uh, throughout the years, um, I just tried to do that. And I don't know, it was just, it was great. And I've really liked um, playing for Western and enjoyed my time here. And you ask uh, if I expected uh, my career to turn out the way it has. And honestly, I never expected to to start every game where I just constantly every day would work my hardest. And um, I think it unfolded that way. And, you know, hard work um, shows that sometimes. You talk about going up there to Bellingham from Vancouver. What was it about the Western Washington University program and uh, Western Washington University overall that, that lured you up I-5 all the way from southern Washington to northern Washington? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, Western is just a beautiful place. Um, when I first came up here, I saw that there's Canada, you know, right there, there's the San Juan Islands, there's the North Cascades, there's so much to do also besides, besides soccer, because you need, you need that area in your life where you can take a moment away from soccer, you know, to kind of get a relax, get some relaxation, you know, and then come back to the grind and be ready. And so that's something that also drew me, but also the athletics. It's just, I love the coaches. The team seemed great when I came and practiced with them. It was a competitive environment, and that's what I, I really enjoy is that competitive environment. Um, yeah. You talk about soccer. You talk about the, the beauty of the area and getting away a little bit from soccer, yeah. but you also must spend quite a bit of time in the, in the books because you're a first-year all-academic Gene Ack in 2018 Google Cloud Academic All District Selection in 2018 with a 381 GPA. You're going for a degree in environmental sciences there. Talk a little bit about how you managed to balance your academics, your excellent academics, with your excellent athletics. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, coming out from high school, I had to do the same thing and balance everything. In college, I had to balance it more, you know, with hours of studying and really using like the tutoring center and the library, I really had to use those resources that we were given. Um, and I think that helped me a lot, especially in math. I remember going to the tutoring center and constantly getting help to make sure that I can do my best and get the best grades I can. Um, and I constantly would work hard um, in the classroom and I would work hard on the field. And I think with my time management, I just had to say, okay, this is what I'm doing at this time, and then set, like, in my head a schedule in the morning for the whole day, you know, so that I was prepared for what was to come during that day, and that way I could succeed in all parts of my life, in the classroom and on the field. 
Well, you have certainly succeeded in the classroom, and you're certainly succeeding on the field. What do you plan to do, by the way, with that environmental sciences degree? That's a good question. Um, it's tough to know right now, obviously, what I want to do with it. Um, I have got the opportunity to go to Yellowstone and actually talk with a bunch of different rangers there, and so maybe um, becoming a ranger or environmental scientist or, you know, I'm not sure exactly, obviously, but um, we'll see where life takes me. <laughs> Your Vikings 2-0, and two one nothing victories, two exciting wins, but have you been able to put the excitement of those victories behind you and start to take a look ahead to what's coming up? And, and what, what is the mood of the, the Vikings team with this hot start? Yeah, the, the mood is just um, – surreal I mean those first two games you know we scored late but the whole time in both those games our our whole team had belief and we we knew that we were going to score I think and we just never um, you know gave up and I think now we have to put that aside of us and take it as okay we're growing and each game from now on we got to get better you know, I think we improved from the first game to the second game, and we look to improve against um, Sonoma. We're going to have to play our A game. I mean, they're a great team. We've played them before, and, um, you know, at practices, too, we just um, we got to practice how we're going to play in the game and preparing ourselves mentally, physically um, to get ready because it's going to be a tough game, and we all know that, um, and we're just preparing the best way we can. Well, Grace, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you. You're doing the student-athlete experience there at Western Wright. You're succeeding <laughs> on the soccer field. You're succeeding in the classroom. And you're also taking time to to enjoy life as well. And, and I want to wish mm-hmm. you continued success in all of those areas. And uh, who knows, you're only, you know, you've got, uh, you've got another year ahead of you. So maybe we'll have the opportunity to talk with you at least one more time here on GNAC Insider, not too far in the future. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> Grace Eversall joining us tonight from Bellingham here on GNAC Insider. Time for us now to take a quick trip around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. All four GNAC football teams will play on Saturday. In Ellensburg, as we mentioned, the Central Washington Wildcats will host Ferris State on a national stage as the two teams face off in the NCAA Division II Football Showcase on ESPN3. In volleyball, the California Collegiate Athletic Association will host the D2 West Region Showcase at six different locations. Number three, Western Washington will travel to Pomona, where the Vikings are scheduled to face Cal State Monterey Bay and the host Cal Poly Pomona on Thursday. The Concordia men's soccer team will visit Chico, California to go head-to-head with Chico State. The Cavs are in first place in the GNAC standings after going 2-0 to begin the 2019 season. In women's soccer, Western Washington will look to continue its hot start as the team plays host to Sonoma State this Thursday at 7 p.m. The Simon Fraser women's soccer team will also open its season Saturday at 12.30 at Cal State San Marcos. In cross-country, Central Washington will host the CWU Invitational. St. Martin, Simon Fraser, and Western Washington will also be in action at that event. Simon Frazier will be the lone GNAC team to compete at the UC Riverside Invitational. Hey, remember that for all the latest in the GNAC, all you have to do is go to GNACsports.com to find news, stats, standings, and much more 
Also, you can connect with the GNAC through social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GNAC Sports. I'm Robert Lowry. We're going to wrap up this first edition of a GNAC Insider for the 2019-2020 year. We'll do so right after this timeout. Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider over iTunes or at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Why choose Western Washington University? Go to school in one of Outside Magazine's dream towns, minutes from both the mountains and the sea. Ranked by U.S. News and World Report as the number one public master's granting university in the Pacific Northwest. The number one producer of prestigious Fulbright scholarships in the nation among public master's granting institutions. The number one medium-sized school in the nation for graduates who join the Peace Corps. Western Washington University. Active minds, changing lives. Well, I just want to thank all of our wonderful guests tonight on this first edition of GNAC Insider for this year. I want to thank Mike Burton, the Division II Football National Director of Officials, for joining us. Also, Dr. Dennis Francois, Central Washington University's Director of Athletics, and Grace Eversall from the Western Washington University women's soccer team. Also want to thank Commissioner Dave Hagland and our new producer of GNAC Insider, Kaho Akau for all their fine work. Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider over iTunes or at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. And just an opportunity to say we will be back with you next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific time for our next edition of GNAC Insider. Until then, I'm Robert Lowry. Thanks for joining us. We'll tell you so long for now. been listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.